What's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. I'm Clarus. We get Nerdy Nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. Yeah. That is right. Welcome back to a Wednesday edition of the Nightly Morning Show here from the couch in Toronto, this, where this we broadcast right from. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this this couch. This guy right here. Oh man, we've had some good times on this couch. Ron yeah. Burgundy. Yeah. The sat anchor himself this... sat right here. Yeah. Fantaxia. Fantaxia, the lovely Fantaxia. Mellow the Bard. Mellow the Bard. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All three have graced our presence. <laughs> we've had three guests <laughs> because it's a pandemic, y'all. Yeah, we're doing what we can. This this cushion is going to need some... We're going to have to put, like, a cushion under the cushion. Yeah. We're slowly, like, sinking. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 uh, the, it's the problem of sitting in the exact same spot for multiple hours every single day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's not our couch. Uh, no, so it we, came with the place. It, it has to, we have to return it uh, t in some something akin to good condition. Yeah. Yeah, so we're, we might have to get something for... for yeah for this guy um um how are you doing today i'm good you woke up said you were very tired but now you seem pretty with it i was very tired no. i'm like here now i don't know if that's just because like i'm having some tea and it's delicious mm -hmm. i got the coffee um here's the thing it's weird like even when i drink caffeinated teas mm -hmm. i feel no difference like there i there's never like an effect of caffeine so like i, I it's never something i really understood um, I noticed that yeah. I don't get headaches, <laughs> which is because That's I have addiction. an addiction to caffeine. It's a, it's, it's a problem. You know what? It's fine. Half the world has the same problem. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel like half the world has my level of caffeine addiction. I feel like at least 40% of the world has like a caffeine addiction. Uh, a caffeine addiction, sure. I don't think that 40% of the world gets a headache by two o'clock every single day if they don't have a coffee. I know so many people that do. Really? Yeah. And I bet you chat is going to tell you as well, if they're coffee drinkers, they're going to be like, yep. I just know, I know a lot of people, mm -hmm. Willow gets their, okay, so Willow in the chat gets their headache before two. Mm -hmm. Richardson gets, okay, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are more people who get headaches. Oh, wow. Literally our entire chat. Yep. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Miller, my, uh, Hero, Drugs. Hero of Wind in the chat says, I get a headache at 9am when my classes start if I don't have caffeine. That's not the caffeine, though. That's because you have to deal with children. Um, I would get a headache, too, if I had to deal with children. That's fair. <clears throat> mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is interesting. Like, I literally will go through daily withdrawal. Yeah. I, I can't remember the last day I didn't have coffee. There was one day that you tried to just have tea. No, and when you had your surgery, you didn't have coffee. Oh, that's right. But I was on so many pain meds. So yeah. the headache, would, I wouldn't have noticed the headache. Yeah, exactly. Not, yeah, I had uh, my tonsils out and then I didn't drink coffee for like almost a week. Yeah. And then I started drinking cold coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I was on literally all the Tylenol in the world. Yeah. Tylenol and weed. Before we get into the news, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who popped by last night when I finally, finally won a Nuzlocke. Well done. Uh, it took three tries. And we lost all of our Pokemon to Leon except uh, Eternatus. We literally only won the Nuzlocke because of a legendary I picked up five minutes earlier. But it's fine. It counts. 
in my in my worldview, it counts. You know what? It does count. That is the rules of the Nuzlocke. Um, and so uh, the rules of that Nuzlocke. A lot of people say no legendaries, mm-hmm. and if I had had no legendary rule, I would have been. Uh, oh, you would have been. I would have been hooped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have lost against Leon and had to start from the beginning. Well, you didn't. <laughs> you made it. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but it's time for the news. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bezos is stepping down as the CEO of Amazon. After almost 30 years at the head of a company he founded. Yeah. He is stepping down and... Um, Who's our boss now? We don't know. <laughs> uh, we we're we're not sure. We're not sure who who our boss is. We do not no. work. We do not work for Amazon. We we broadcast this on Twitch, uh, which Jeff Bezos owned as CEO of Amazon. We were we've been asking the question: Does Jeff Bezos know that he owns Twitch? Like, yeah. does he know what does Twitch he is? Know. Um, and now the real question is: Did Jeff Bezos leave? Because he on found the day. It. That he realized the nightly morning show did not broadcast on Twitch. Did he realize his failure in not allowing us to broadcast yesterday? And he was yeah. like, you know what? I failed the nightly morning show. Yeah. It's time I step down. Yeah. You know what? That's probably what happened. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would, you know. Yeah. Like, what a, what a just shameful thing. He's probably like, I can't do it anymore, he, you know? He was like, they're 81 episodes in and 82 episode 82 did not get to broadcast live on Twitch. They had to go to YouTube. Yeah. And I think Jeff Bezos took personal responsibility for us having to stream on YouTube yesterday. And that's it. That's why he left. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I have to agree with that. I uh, think that that is definitely fact. Jeff Bezos, if you would like to come on the show uh, and apologize publicly, uh, we, we welcome it. Uh, mm-hmm. There's always room on the couch for you. Always. Uh, uh, but preferably we would do this virtually. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll do a quick Zoom interview, maybe something like that. Yeah. 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 I think that, that, that that'll work. Yeah, I think that apologies should be made. Yeah, um, we will accept and it. We will accept it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so dumb. Sorry, I didn't realize we were making up the news already. <laughs> no, I mean, you have to wonder why he's leaving now. He literally was like, I'm going to go do other stuff. Like, he's just a rich guy. Well, he's no, like, but... I'm just going to go do things that I enjoy. CEOs don't typically step down in difficult times, though. Um, and right now is kind of a weird time for Amazon. Is it? Yeah. They're making so much money. Yeah, but there is a lot of controversy behind the scenes with Amazon at the moment. Um, and there's a lot of, um, th- there's just a lot of tumultuous, uh, world things going on for the company. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I, I just wonder why he's choosing now. Typically CEOs leave after they accomplish some massive thing mm-hmm. uh, so that their legacy is kind of entrenched in the company. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he, his legacy is entrenched. There's no worry about that. Yeah. But like, you know, like Bob Iger left uh, CEO of Disney last year after launching Disney Plus to massive success. Yeah. Um, and left the his job as CEO of Disney when he was riding an all-time high in terms of success and everything. Yeah. Um, Amazon is in the middle of a lot of questions of their business practices and um, how they pay people, and yeah. they have a big expansion that's about to happen that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Uh, so it just feels like the timing of this is a little bit interesting. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Rock Mages in the chat has pointed out that he's not leaving Amazon. He'll, he's uh, going to be the executive chairman, uh, mm-hmm. and he'll be the. He's not really the CEO's boss. It's complicated, right? Like as executive chairman of the board, yeah. he is 
involved in the running of the company. Yeah. But isn't as involved day to day. Yeah. Yeah. It's it it's less work for him to still be there, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, and he's leaving to uh run charities and you know I the guy's got billions of dollars. He's gonna spend the rest of his life doing things. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be very busy. Um, and sure. you know I'm hoping that in his post Amazon life. Mm-hmm. He is very charitable mm-hmm. and maybe gives away a few hundred billion dollars that he doesn't need. Yeah. Um, That'd be nice. No hope. I'm, I'm not like banking on it. Um, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The amount of wealth that this person has accumulated is unfathomable. But he changed like, the world. Here's the thing. Like the people who become rich like this, him, Bill Gates, they legitimately changed the world. Yeah. And that's that's how it happened. And like, look, I, I I'm I'm very aware of the fact that you become a billionaire by taking advantage of people and systems. Mm-hmm. And I'm not for a moment going to say that Jeff Bezos didn't take advantage of the people who work in those warehouses. Like, mm-hmm. it's just too documented to deny at this point. Yeah. As our Twitch feed cuts out, because Amazon hears what I'm saying. Yeah, um, they're like, turn it <laughs> off, turn it off now. But um, you know, Amazon has changed the world. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would argue for the worse, uh, but they've made yeah. it easier for you to get one day shipping of toilet paper. So I guess yeah, emergency toilet paper. In New York, you can get toilet paper in an hour. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's so weird. Uh, <laughs> I'm cringe eleven in the chat says, "Would you shave your head for a thousand dollars?" Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Not even like a little bit. Well, okay, how much money would we have to be offered for you to shave your head? Ten million dollars. Really? Yes. Wow, you and yeah. I have very different bars. Okay, how long does it take you to regrow your hair? I know, hair? but if someone was like, hey, I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars. Nope. <laughs> Ten million. Wow. I've taken very good care of my hair. Wow. Yeah, okay. All right. Ten million. <laughs> I just love that we would be out of debt for the rest of our lives at like a a million dollars. Oh no. I was like, at a hundred thousand dollars? No, absolutely not. If we had a million dollars, we would be out of debt for like ever. Mm, Yeah. If we invested well. Yeah. Yeah. But Mandy, here's the thing. Then I can't say that it's my hair. I have, like, a weird sense of, like, pride with my hair. Clarice is like, I would rather be poor <laughs> than wear a wig. I even remember... though we own multiple wigs already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I wouldn't want to have to, like, wear a wig for everything. Like, I don't know. I've just, like, my hair and I have a great relationship. <laughs> and it means a lot to me. Um, they, they, uh, I'm Cringe donated their hair today. Oh, uh, And that's why they're asking people how, how other people feel about this. I'm Cringe, that's, that's really amazing. cool. Yeah. Yeah, for me, uh, being, like, an actor, um, changing my hair mm-hmm. is, like, a big no-no. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, so, uh, unfortunately, I, I can't do things like that, but I have a lot of admiration for people who do. And yeah. I, I know a lot of people who continuously grow and then donate and grow and donate their hair, which is really awesome. You know who could learn from that kind of charitable giving? Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Bezos. <laughs> um, Jeff, uh, or sorry, Andy Jassy, who runs the Amazon's cloud business, mm-hmm. will uh, be replacing him. Uh, this isn't going to happen right away. This is going to happen in the fall. Yeah. It's going to be a big process to change things over. 
Um, and uh, I think it's smart that they're announcing this this early. Mm-hmm. It gives the whole company time to kind of adjust and get used to the new normal. Um, and um, yeah, it's it, this is big news. It, it, you know, it's interesting, right? Because it's huge news, but it, don't, it won't change anything for like us. No, and for a lot of people it won't. Unless Andy Jassy's like a big Twitch fan or hates Twitch. One of the two, you know oh what I mean? Oh my god. Like, yeah, maybe Twitch just starts, like, tanking right now. Because Amazon just forgets that they have it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's our show. We get cut off. Yeah, that's that's what would happen. Um, but uh, let's uh, let's move on. Because I don't... I, here's the thing. There's what else are we going to say? to say about that. Like, cool. I hope that it's he does good you, work. Yeah, I hope he does charitable work. I hope he becomes, like, uh, the next Bill Gates... Yeah. And ends up spending the rest of his life just doing charity and, you know, maybe donating billions of dollars to solving the health issues in third world countries and mm-hmm. doing, like, you know, Bill Gates has done some really incredible work. Yeah. Um, and the Bill Gates, uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation does incredible work. Yeah. Uh, with their money. And, uh, you know, best case scenario, he goes and does that and, you know, builds a better toilet for, that's a legitimate problem. Right. Um, fl- uh, toilets that don't need to flush as much water yep. in Africa is a huge thing that they're working on. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if, if, if he wants to go work on projects like that and change the world in a new way go that is it. hopefully less detrimental to the middle class, I would appreciate it. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah. Let's get on that, please. <laughs> oh, man. Um, in more fun news, let's get to the fun. This is wild. So, at the end of our morning show two days ago, mm-hmm. we talked about, at the very, very end, I, like, threw it in right at the end, George Clooney's making a Buck Rogers movie mm-hmm. uh, with legendary pictures. Yep. And it turns out that Skydance, which is not legendary, different studio, also making a Buck Rogers movie. What? So, essentially, this all comes down to a very weird loophole in what is known as um, public domain licensing. Yeah. Um, And it comes down to whether or not you believe that Buck Rogers, the character, is in the public domain. Because in... So uh, the character of Anthony Rogers uh, first appeared in the 1929 novella Armageddon 2419 AD, right? Uh, It's the book that introduced the character that later became known as Buck Rogers. Okay. However, in that book, he's not called Buck Rogers. He's called Anthony Rogers. So the okay. So here's the thing. If you believe that Buck Rogers and Anthony Rogers are the same character, then Buck Rogers is in the public domain because Armageddon, the novel, mm-hmm. is in the public domain. However, if you think, as the Buck Rogers estate does, that Buck Rogers is not Anthony Rogers, and that Anthony Rogers is a different character who inspired Buck Rogers, then Buck Rogers is not in the public domain. And so Skydance is working with the estate that... The, the, the Buck Rogers estate, and assume... And they are under the impression that the character Buck Rogers is not in the public domain. Because... And th- because he's not called Buck Rogers in the novella. However... Legendary is saying, no, they're the same character. He's okay. in the public domain. And so they're, they're probably going to be a legal fight. Um, um, I, yeah? Yeah. Um, and, um, this is going to be a nightmare. Uh, on Tuesday, the Nolans, who are working with Skydance, um, they own the Buck Rogers uh, IP, if you can own it. Um, uh, they sent a cease and desist letter to Legendary 
that noted their new Skydance deal. The estate's attorney warned Legendary that moving forward with a Buck Rogers project, this is from the Hollywood Reporter, by the way, uh, moving forward with a Buck Rogers project would constitute slander of the title of the rights. Slander of title of the rights. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, and so when asked for clarification, the Nolan's attorney, Neville Johnson, insisted that Buck Rogers wasn't in the public domain as Buck is not in Armageddon. Anthony is a different character. <clears throat> so <laughs> there are two companies, both making Buck Rogers movies. Mm -hmm. And it all comes down to whether or not Anthony Rogers and Buck Rogers are the same character. And who has that answer? <laughs> like, who... No one? So who... Obviously, the author is no longer Dead. alive. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so... Would that be his family? I don't... I but don't like, know. But, can like, your, can your children decide what your authorial intent intent was well don't they have the like don't they no i guess they don't really like inherit that maybe they're in possession of some journals you would like you would have to i here's the thing i don't i genuinely don't know what you do in this situation yeah unless there's like a letter that um what, what i can't remember uh um Philip Francis Nolan wrote, where he was like, Anthony Rogers and Buck Rogers are different characters. <laughs> it's such a weird... This is such a weird legal argument. It's so odd. Yeah. And I don't... I genuinely... I don't... I don't know. Like, I'm I don't know what the answer so is. I'm so confused. I just love the argument that they're like, no, these characters who have the same last name, um, exist in the same universe function in the same way mm -hmm. and were the same character until you decided they aren't are now not the same character yeah like who decided all of a sudden that they weren't mm -hmm. i yeah i it's kind of it would be kind of like someone making a hulk movie and being like well and marvel being like you can't use bruce banner and they'd be like oh no we're using the tv hulk david banner and you're like, well, no, that's the same character. Like, Marvel owns David Banner, too. Like, it's just because his name was David Banner in the TV show, which is very weird, by the way. Um, yeah. Uh, it, they're not different characters. Yeah, right. You just used a different name for a different medium. It's very odd. It, it is an interesting... But, but, like, it's yeah, an interesting I... court case. Because there are kind of a lot of things that live in this gray area. Yeah. It, it reminds me of the Sherlock Holmes case from the Enola Holmes movie, where they were saying that the books where Sherlock Holmes had a heart and empathy are not yet in the public domain. Mm -hmm. Only the earliest Sherlock Holmes um, books are in the public domain, which are the ones where he's always cold and he doesn't care about anyone. And so the fact that Enola Holmes had Sherlock empathetic in the movie violated the you trademark of the... of the. Um, you cannot trademark an emotion. <laughs> like You can trademark a character behaving in a certain way. You own that, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I, public domain, Miller's right, public domain is odd. Public domain's a really what? weird thing, yeah. That is so weird. So, so, you're only allowed to use Sherlock material if he's not a human. Right, like the TV show Sherlock? Yeah. Yeah, perfectly in the public domain. Because Why? he's cold, he's but he cares. disassociative, he's mean. 
Yeah, but he still cares and... Not not really. Not like in a friendly way. He's not kind to anyone on that show. Yes, he is. Not really. That The wedding episode is beautiful. Sure, but I would I would say that he's not particularly... I would say he's still very narcissistic in that moment. I would say he's certainly less kind in that than he is in the Enola Holmes movie. Where he's like genuinely soft with Enola. Henry Cavill's performance in Enola so Holmes. Weird. I get why they. I get why the Sherlock Holmes estate wanted money. You want to know whose fault all of this is? Do you know whose fault all of this is? No. I know. I know whose it is, and I'm going to be in very a big trouble for saying this. But it's big old daddy Disney. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Disney did not want Disney characters to go into the public domain, and so they basically forced. I don't want to say forced. They pushed very hard for the. Um, public domain laws to change so that companies can own public domains in different ways and they can I I think now like a company owns a character until 75 years after the character's uh, the the author's death Mm -hmm. Uh, and so uh, yeah but Mickey Mouse should have been in the public domain ages ago Um, a lot of like original Disney characters the entire goof troop like all that stuff should have been in public domain Um, but Disney basically lobbied congress to change public domain laws and they're so complicated now like it's really weird yeah mm-hmm. here's the thing i can understand though why disney is like look we are still the same company and like we own these characters like that that kind of makes sense to me yeah, the, but... the, the problem is that companies can't own things or they, they weren't able to before the idea was that like if you put out something into the culture eventually it became part of the culture and you didn't own that thing anymore. You still owned like your version of it, but you didn't own all versions of it. Um, and mm. so <laughs> Richard Sims Evan, why do you think they're making live action movies of their classics? Yep. Um, right. So it's not actually to like for them to be good. But Disney, but Disney's taken it one step further. Disney's gone to the step of like, well, if, uh, so Peter Pan is a public domain character. Right. But if you're, if you try and make a Peter Pan thing that is too similar to Disney's Peter Pan animated movie, they will sue you. What? Yeah. What is the because line Because they own that though? version. Like, what is the line? Um, like anything that was in the original Peter Pan, uh-huh. um, that's in Disney's Peter Pan is fair game. But, like, you can't, like, use character names that are in Disney Peter Pan. You can't use, Did like... Did Disney's Peter Pan make up a bunch of characters for their movie? Yeah, a lot of the names of the Lost Children aren't from the original. They're, like, made up for Peter the animated one. So there's just, like, things... It's same with Cinderella, Snow White. Disney did not create any of these characters. No, God, um, no. They're fairy tale Like... But if you tried... Like, if you were to make, like, a Cinderella with, like, the big blue dress and, like, had a certain aesthetic, Disney would say that you're copying their Cinderella, not the original Cinderella. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Wow. Sorry like, if this is really in the weeds. I know that, you know. So that's why, that's why, like, Snow White and the Huntsman is allowed. Yeah, because it's, it's a drastically different like, interpretation. Yeah. I see. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Disney, Disney really, and, and like, wow. I understand why they did it. They would not be able, you know, like, people would basically just be, selling their movies at this point yeah um and that is what's weird to me about public domain is like once something enters a public domain you can just sell a copy of it legally um and the idea that someone would be able to sell a copy of disney's cinderella 
and Disney wouldn't get a cut is actually kind of strange to me. Yeah. Um, it's it's more the way that they stop. The the ways in which I appreciate Disney changing public domain is that it allows things like the MCU to exist, and and you know like like Marvel con like Spider Man would be public domain by now without Disney, mm-hmm. and everyone would be able to make a Spider Man, and like there would be no there would be nothing stopping someone from making an adult X rated Spider Man movie. Yeah. Um, that would keep be confusing for audiences, mm-hmm. uh, and so I'm glad that there's stuff that kind of stops that. And, like, keeps a child-friendly company in charge of making the content that is directed towards kids. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, it also... Disney has also used that to kind of stop other people from being as creative with other things that they didn't technically own before they right. owned them. Gotcha. Um, and, and it is a really... It's a double-edged sword. And it, it's going to change the way novels and things enter the public domain in the future. Yeah. Because anyone can, anyone can sell or produce or make Shakespeare. You know what I mean? Like, Shakespeare yeah. is in the public domain. For sure. And, you know, I would say Star Wars entered the public domain. I would love to see what people did with it. Yeah. I think there would be a lot of really cool um, things that would be created by very talented human beings if Mm -hmm. Star Wars was in the public domain. But I have a feeling it's never going to be. At least not Uh, in my lifetime. No. God, no. Um, Because George Lucas is still alive. Yeah. 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 I I can't see that happening Mm -hmm. in our lifetimes. Huh. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Some original Zelda music is now public domain. That's cool, Miller. Uh, Hero of the Wind in the chat is telling us this. Um, but you can't use the remixed, remixed versions for newer games. When did the first Zelda come out? Um, Zelda came out in 1985? That's not that long ago. Um, yeah, but it's Japanese, so I'm, a, I'm assuming it's because the Japanese copyright laws are different, maybe? Okay. All right. Almost 35 years ago, yeah. Interesting. I think it was 1985 was Zelda 1. Wild. Or, yeah. Wait, no, it has to be 19, or, or 1986. 1985 or 1986. Um, wow, I didn't, I didn't pull that one, just, I don't know where that one was dangling. <laughs> um, Sorry y'all. keep you around. Should we move on to some video game yeah, talking? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, can. I know that was some. Um, I that was some heady stuff. I know. Um, I just find that stuff really interesting. It is very um, interesting. I just am kind of like blown away. Yeah, I also think that that stuff's really important, and a lot of people don't know about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really important to understand, like that there are like the media that you consume is really controlled by like four companies. <laughs> Um, yeah. and how that functions and how that works, I, I think is important to know, mm-hmm. um, to be a more, in, you know, engaged and more, um, educated audience of this stuff. Absolutely. Um, EA mm-hmm. lost their exclusive license to Star Wars content. Speaking of Star Wars. Speaking um, of Star Wars. always, with, with, with this guy right here, always comes it's back to Star Wars. Star Wars. Um, EA made a bunch of money off their Star Wars titles though. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised. Okay, without looking at my iPad, how much would you guess they made? I think I saw already. Damn it. I'm sorry. I thought that was Is it be 3 fun. billion? 3 billion dollars off of what four games? Battlefront 2, Fallen Order, Squadrons, and um Galaxy of Heroes, the mobile wow. game. Wow. Yeah. Um and so uh, there, there there was kind of a question of what would EA do now that the Star Wars license is not exclusive to them now that other companies are making Star Wars would they maybe slow down on Star Wars titles Would they stop making Star Wars titles uh, and EA said we made three billion dollars <laughs> No, 
Yeah. We're going to make more Star Wars games. What What kind of question is this? I mean, fair. I would as well. <laughs> we made $3 billion. <laughs> Any, everyone else can make Star Wars games. We made three, like, no. They're going to keep making, they're going to make Star Wars games until the day I die. And you know what? Probably. These are, these are tears of joy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, they've done, like, they've done some good work. You know what I mean? Like, none mm -hmm. of those, well, actually, I, I. Battlefront 2. Uh, <laughs> the, I know it has a like dicey history. The release was really dicey, but the game became uh, the, the game that it became was amazing. Yeah, and but I've even like the original was great. Battlefront was great. Nah. Yeah, like it's... Battlefront was okay. No, I mean like Battlefront two, like before. I don't know if EA made those. Yeah, no, I had it for Xbox. EA was it games EA? challenge everything. Oh would, wow! Like, turn on like I'm I'm almost a hundred percent positive. Yeah. Like, my, I'm, like, zooming back into my childhood. I didn't, I didn't remember who disc. made those, but you're, you're probably right. They probably owned that EP. Yeah, they must. Like, they, yeah, for me it was for the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, I had it, uh, they, they eventually put that on the PSP, and it was, that was the best PSP. Uh, no. The best PSP experience was um, Monster Hunter uh, for United, mm -hmm. uh, and then the second best PSP game, Battlefront 2. Yeah, I just, um, you know, I, I'd say that, like, that was a pretty solid game. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people love Jedi Fallen Order. I agree with that. And, like, Squadrons is good, from what I hear. For people who enjoy that kind of game. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, they didn't do a poor job of making a game. Yeah, Fallen Order is a, uh, Fallen Order is a masterpiece, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I love that game. Yeah. Um, I, I wish that I had a PlayStation so I could play it again. Uh, when that PS5 comes. <sighs> yeah. I've heard, I've heard... Um, so I, I've been watching videos of people playing the updated PS5 version of Fallen Order, mm -hmm. and apparently it is, like, smooth as butter. I've never played it. I know, I know. It's gonna be, you're gonna be very frustrated. I've watched Goblin play it yeah. a bit, and it looks like it would be fun, but She's on Grandmaster mode, like... though. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Alright, props to Goblin. Richardson7 uh, brings up that our PC would run nicely. I just don't want to buy it again. Like, we own it. Mm -hmm. So I just don't want to pay like $60 for a game that I already own and that I don't have time to play at the moment. Yeah. Like I'll have, maybe I'll have time to play it when I finally get a PS5. Mm -hmm. Unless, you know, unless we get one of those drops and I get it tomorrow. You know what I mean? That's the thing about the PS5. We could get it any day. Could we? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I feel like we'd have to be like pretty diligent online at all times if we wanted to, but. Oh, yeah. No, when you're streaming... That's what I'm trying to get a PS5. All right. Yeah, that's why no work gets done in this house. Um, Muddles says, I'm hoping uh, it might put extra pressure on EA not to launch microtransaction-heavy titles if the competition is doing similar titles that don't fleece the players. Muddles, you know what? I, I think that they EA kind of was the peak of microtransactions with Battlefront 2. I agree with that. I think they may have learned their lesson, though. Yeah, I mean, there was People none in Squadrons. Yeah. There were none. There were nothing in Squadrons. Mm -hmm. Um... Fallen Order had nothing that was like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I don't know. I feel like EA has already kind of figured out that the microtransaction thing won't work. I hope so. I also think that, like, I don't have a problem with microtransactions as long as it's, like, um, the way that, like, Fortnite does it, where it skins. Where they're extras. Yeah. You don't need them, to, yeah, to play. I don't, I don't mind paid DLC. Yeah. If you give me a full game experience and then there is an additional mission... That is $20, mm -hmm. and I really like the game, I will I will pay for the DLC. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm -hmm. I bought the gold version of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I haven't even beaten it yet, but like mm -hmm. I'm excited to eventually beat that game. 
and p- play through the DLC. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. It's it's only when it's pay to win that I think it's a problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's fair. Muddle says they don't trust them yet. That's but, fair. That's but fair. I, I, I feel you. I feel you. We'll, we'll hold out hope, I think. I don't know. I just want, I want a Battlefront 3 that has, like, Mandalorian missions. Um, Ahsoka in it. I want to play as Ahsoka. Why did they... They added Clone Wars stuff, and they didn't put in the best part of Clone Wars. Like, what? I mean, look. Yeah. Okay, Obi-Wan Kenobi's Clone Wars costume. I was very happy. But why didn't you put Ahsoka Tano in it? I just realized, we've been saying that you're going to catch me up on Clone Wars forever, but we started watching Grey's Anatomy. I know. So I don't know what we're going to do now. We'll keep watching Grey's Anatomy. Um, All right. <laughs> great i love it i don't know here's the thing i i get i get that people are still upset about the microtransactions from battlefront 2 from four years ago i totally understand that but the truth is ea has actually made like some really solid star wars games yeah and i am excited that they are committing to continuing with the brand mm-hmm. because i need fallen order 2 um, yeah. the way the end of that, the, the way that game ends and what it sets up for the future of Cal Kestis and the whole crew, I, I need to, I need the next one mm-hmm. and I need them to d- deliver that like soon, preferably this holiday season. Although uh, I, that's all right. I have, a, well, I mean, Clone Wars was three years ago or uh, I mean, uh, Fallen Order was three years ago now. Yeah. So I think that it would be time. For the yeah. sequel to come out. But have they said they're working on it at all? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've been working on Fallen Order 2 since... Oh, I haven't heard anything about it. So. Oh, no. This game is going to happen. Okay. The The end of Fallen Order 1 is like... Is meant for a sequel. Sequel! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they actually have to put something out. If they weren't... If they don't put out a Fallen Order 2, they have to put out a book or a comic or something. Because they have to explain... They have to explain how Cal Kestis isn't in the original trilogy right because uh it takes place five hours five hours it takes place five years after um revenge of the sith <laughs> five hours i mean hey there's there there are scenes in clone wars season seven that take place five hours after revenge of the sith so um that's cool no, I, maybe not exactly five hours oh, but like, you know what i mean right. um i believe you it takes place but it just takes place in the time between the prequels and the original trilogy and so it's not a spoiler for the end of the game to say, like, there are characters in it who should be in the original trilogy if... Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the problem with all these Star Wars stories taking place in this one era of time, mm-hmm. is they all kind of have to have the Rogue One ending where it's like, this character was really interesting, but then they die. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, if they're not... Otherwise, you're like, why aren't they there in yeah. the original... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally get mm-hmm. that. Which is a question that, like, I'm... Uh, I'm really curious to see what they do with Ahsoka, because mm-hmm. the the one time period of Ahsoka's history that we don't know yet is when is what she was doing during the original trilogy. Because mm, right. we've now seen her post the original trilogy, and we've seen her almost her entire story before it between the comics, the movies, the mm-hmm. books, um, and the um, the animated shows. Um, sent some Bothans to get coffee for me once. All dead. Rock Mage. What happened to them? You got the coffee though, right? They usually they're usually successful in getting it. <clears throat> One of my proudest moments as a nerd. This is kind of a story where I might look like kind of an uh, like a butthole, um, but uh, all right, like I, an anus. <clears throat> so we were sitting in line for Rogue One's premiere in New York. Me and some friends, and um, 
there was somebody there was somebody behind us who was giving uh, a girl a hard time about her Star Wars cosplay um, because uh, nerds can be very misogynistic. Um, Shocked. And uh, this guy was just like going on and on and like everyone was just trying to ignore him and whatever. And then he um, made a comment about Bothans being in the movie and he was like, I can't wait to see the Bothan spies get the Death Star plans. And I turned around and I was like, because he was, you know, he was gatekeeping pretty hard. Yeah. He was basically being like, you can't be a, you can't be a Star Wars fan because you're a girl. And so he brought up Bothans and I turned around and I locked eyes with him and I was like, excuse me? And he was like, what? I was like, you think they're going to be Bothans in this movie? He was like, yeah, that's how they get the Death Star plans. And I was like, oh, oh, you're one of those fake fans who doesn't know that the Bothan spies got the second Death Star plans. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're going to be very disappointed to find out that you don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, <sighs> and he like, I could see like in his brain, he realized that I was right. And he shut up and didn't say anything for the rest of the day. And I was like, yes. Really? Yeah. Sweet victory. <laughs> Wrecked. <laughs> oh, it felt great. Oh, God. It felt so good. Because you're like, dude, you're just being an ass. Like yeah. And then he was wrong. Uh, oh my god I love it I love when guys are like I'm the king nerd and then they bring up something that's so wrong and I'm like nah man you're like um actually um actually if you read this the opening crawl from the um the third Star Wars movie which is technically the sixth Star Wars movie you would find out that many Bothan spies died getting the second Death Star plans you misogynistic poop face you rolled a nat 20 with that one rolled a nat 20 so uh we're almost at the end of the show which means it's time for clarus to make up the news <laughs> muddles has an emote for everything and mm -hmm. it makes me very happy yeah he does um <laughs> uh, i warned you an hour ago yes and then we talked a lot <laughs> i told you an hour ago that this was gonna yes, happen yes you did you sure did. <clears throat> All right. Um. Well. Here we go. Well. Well. <laughs> well. 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 Wonders never cease. Um. So, the news. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You literally had an hour to prepare. Yeah, okay, something. but I can't think, like, I can't come up with, like, funny stuff while I'm also trying to engage. I wasn't, I, I want to engage you in, like, news conversation. I don't want to be, mm -hmm. like, thinking about my own stuff. Okay. You know, I'm trying to be a good scene partner. <laughs> the news is that we found out the true reason that Google shut down Stadium. Uh, oh, interesting. Yes, yes we have oh, some... Oh, the real reason? Breaking, breaking news. news. Right here on the Nightly Morning Show. Oh, I can't show. wait. I Me haven't heard this yet. too. Um... <laughs> what was the real reason? The real reason that Stadia got shut down <clears throat> is that, uh... Uh... <laughs> they were working on some, uh, top-secret technology that um that has been um stolen by uh russian spies from the cold war who have gone forward in time 
and um, they want to use the Stadia technology to help them uh, win the Cold War with high-speed internet. And that's the news. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's go through this really quick. You're saying that Russians from the Cold War mm-hmm. time traveled mm-hmm. to the present. Yes. To steal, to steal their game development technology. To steal their triple A video game development technology. That is correct. In hopes that it would help them win the Cold War? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not really sure what the science is behind that. But I can tell you that it works. And um, that, you know... So then by time travel rules, haven't they already won the Cold War then? Well, here's the thing. We're probably... What's going to happen is everyone's going to go to sleep tonight and you're going to wake up feeling like a little dizzy, like a little headachey. And that's going to be because the uh, timeline's changed. And we're actually... um, Yeah, our universe... uh, So it's like daylight savings time. It happens at 2 a.m. Daylight savings time. Exactly. Um, so, uh, we're just letting the general public know that if you wake up feeling a little nauseous, it's going to be completely normal. Um, if, if you, you wake up speaking Russian, then, you know, there might be a reason for that. Um, yeah, it's, you know, our fashion history might be adjusted a little bit. The 2000s might even be a little weirder than they were. Um, yeah. I just love that this is like the exact <laughs> opposite of, um, The Last Starfighter. The Last. Yeah, in the movie, the La- you've never seen The Last Starfighter? No. Oh my god. Uh, the, pro- the premise of The Last Starfighter is in the future, um, they, uh, the future sends uh, technology back to the present, which is like 1980s present. Yeah, um, right, right, right. <clears throat> they send a video game back to the 80s. Poor Miller, um, he's only got an hour left. I, I can't help you, Miller. Uh, they send the- a video game back to the 80s, uh, and this kid beats it in the uh-huh. 80s. And so they know that he's, like, got the piloting skills they need. So they pull him into the future to pilot. Because the video game is... Because of a video game. The video game is how they f- how their drones fly in the future. And so because he was able to beat the... Because he was able to, like, perfectly beat the video game, they know that he can pilot the StarCraft in the future. And so he gets, like, pulled into the future to be the hero they needed. And so this is the opposite of that. Wait, what? <laughs> There's no time travel in The Last Starfighter? Is it a different movie? No, I I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I thought that... I, I might have that completely wrong. Don't they send the video game into the past? No! No! What? Oh my god. I'm confusing the plot of The Last Starfighter with... Um, <clears throat> oh my god, PETA from Hunger Games. Yes. What's... Oh my god, what is that actor's name? Um, uh, <clears throat> oh boy. PETA from the Hunger Games is on a television show on Hulu... This makes me so mad. Um, that uh, is the last Starfighter, but it deals with time travel. Oh. Um, it's called uh, Future Man. I literally just confused the plots. See, this is I. I sh- I'm. I'm getting. I'm actually by the internet, um, and it's fine because it's not Star Wars. Josh Hutcherson. Thank you, Richard Sim Seven. Um, That's it. I was like, I feel like I should know his name. Yeah, but Last Starfighter is aliens. But yeah. They, like, need the... They, he plays the video game, he beats the video game, and then he gets to be the hero. Okay, for the aliens. Which is also kind of the plot of Ender's Game. There's a lot of... There's a lot of sci-fi with that plot. Yeah. I I'm really pissed pulling... off that I put those two things together in my brain. I wasn't pulling from either of those. That... Because you haven't seen either of them. <laughs> yeah. That was... That was not my intent. <clears throat> um, 
That was fake news. Just so was very you fake. Know. Yeah, the the Russians did not win the Cold War using time travel for legal reasons. Although I would watch that movie. Thank you. I would ten thousand percent watch a movie where I don't know how the past people <laughs> got the time travel, but where like, um, like, <clears throat> give of course, me models. Yeah. yeah, you can drop one last segment. Um, models. Uh, give me who who do I want to star? I want um Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams time travels back to the Cold War and has to save the day. Just because I want Maisie Williams in more things. That's fair. You know what? That is that is fair. You know who I want in more things? I uh, know Stadia also did not get fully shut down. No, um, just their um, game development yeah, uh, section. Their, their first person party development platform yes. is yeah. shut down. Yeah. Um, and Stadia will hopefully survive, but uh, we'll see. Uh, Total War Warhammer 3 trailer dropped today. Ooh, Muddles, that's very fun. Hey. Interesting. The Mass Effect remaster trailer dropped too. Well, hey. there's going to be some videos going up on the YouTube later. Hey. Oh. Hey. Oh. Is that the end of the show? <laughs> I think that's... I'm so sorry to our podcast listeners. This, got, this must be an awful experience. I don't know why so many of you download the podcast, but to everyone who does, thank you, because we you. do actually get paid. <laughs> A little bit of money from that. A little bit. A little bit. Um, <laughs> if we do 90,000 more episodes of the podcast, we'll pay our rent. Wow. Okay. Y'all, thank you for a great morning show. Uh, as always, we stream this live on Twitch every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, uh, as well as uh, put this up on the YouTube page and the podcast feed. If you're not yet subscribed to the YouTube page, please go over there and subscribe. We're, we're trying to grow. We're trying to get big on YouTube. Um, and it's, 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 it's slowly but surely going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, we're, we're climbing. Uh, you can also catch our, both of us streaming later today. I will be on at 6 p.m. playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, at, uh, we're doing chapter three today. Nice. And you're streaming. Yeah, I haven't decided what I'm streaming yet. I put a, like, I tweeted out a poll. So we'll see what people want. It's either going to be Skyrim or Pokemon Emerald. I'm not sure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back all weekend and there'll be, there's plenty of stuff to do. So please come back. We'll see you later. And as always, my name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. Do something nerdy tonight. Bye guys. Bye-bye.